then down one side of the park to where there was a parking lot on the really busy street that ran along the subway line and a convenience store. Mumbai, he said. The parking lot was black asphalt. There was a big green dumpster outside the store full of black garbage bags, and right next to it on the asphalt, a picnic table in the sun. There were guys in heavy jackets and caps sitting on the picnic table, talking on cell phones. You could smell the dumpster. There was nowhere to lock your bike. Justin got off his and pushed it to the sidewalk on the busy street. There were two pay phones. He could call Genevieve, tell her about the pool, as if she'd been serious when she said that she might join him, although he knew that there had never been the slightest chance of her taking a whole afternoon off from working on her new apartment, even on a Sunday, and even though he knew it was a little weird that they kept making plans to see each other and pretending to be friends so soon after the breakup. The whole thing was weird, but he didn't really want to think about it. There was a girl in those tight and low-cut sweatpants on one of the phones. Her back was to him. Justin looked at her bare midriff and her buttocks for a moment. He'd always found something quite pornographic about this particular item of clothing. They were not like the sweatpants of his youth. They were possibly for yoga. They were pale blue and clung to her tight little buttocks and thighs like a bathing suit. They had a wide band around the hips, so low on her hips he could see the white strings and triangle of her thong, rising like a tattoo from between her muscles. And there was actually a tattoo, too, in the small of her back, a red and green floral thing. Her skin was very pale. The girl was hardly wearing anything, actually. A matching crop top with an athletic crisscross back was all that covered her breasts, which he could not see. Justin hesitated before moving around her to the other phone because he wanted her to turn around. He noticed her hair then, too. It was a thick cascade of streaks. The girl was kicking a running shoe against the post that supported the phone. As he stood beside her and picked up the receiver on the next phone, he heard her say, I've been here fifteen fucking minutes. I've called twice already. He glanced over and smiled. She jerked her head towards him, and he saw her face, her violently blue eyes. She had full lips, some pale freckles over her nose. And her eye makeup was smudged, as if she had been crying. She did not smile at him. She turned her head away. He glanced at her breasts as he dialed. They were quite full, and the nipples were clearly visible under the stretchy stuff. And there was a silver stud in her belly button, and maybe another tattoo poking up from her groin. Genevieve's phone rang and rang, and then her perky message came on. He hung up. I don't have another quarter, said the girl. Can you please, please promise me it's on its way? Then she slammed her receiver down and put her face in her hands. She turned away from Justin and leaned against the plastic awning of the phone. Justin stood there for a while, too. He didn't know where he was going anyway. He saw the girl walk to the sidewalk, step into the traffic, and peer down the street. The traffic was jammed up and down the road. He could take in her whole body then. It was tight and smooth all over. She was really wearing almost nothing. 
There did seem to be a little tattoo on the lower part of her belly, but he didn't stare at that. He wanted to look at her crotch because he knew the fabric was so thin and tight that it might be painfully revealing there. But he didn't want to be seen doing it. And also he was afraid, for some reason, of seeing that. And of course, it was embarrassing to acknowledge to himself that he had such a thing for underwear. But there it was. He did. The girl stepped back to the curb and then sat on it heavily and hunched over her knees. Her white shoulders shone in the sun. Justin leaned his bike against the telephone and walked over to her. He bent down. Excuse me, are you all right? She looked up at him. She had definitely been crying. Her forehead was turning pink in the sun. She said, Could you do me a favor? Justin stood up. If she was going to ask him for money, he would walk away.